joined in this segment by Ward 3 Alderman Doris Turner. Good morning, Doris. And uh, first of all, you know, I I, I had to, uh, uh, my, my heart almost paused when Fritz Fister shot me a text saying, I agree with Doris Turner. I was, I was, I was Oh my la- God, I almost I, fell out of my chair when I heard that. I know. I couldn't believe it. I know. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it either. But, but what he, what he agreed with you on was the insurance issue. And, and, and I wanted to talk about that first. I know I want to get to the, 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 the thing about diversity and stuff, but, but first the insurance issue. Uh, I, I agree with you. Why, why in the world are we not getting insurance quotes on time, number one? And number two, why isn't this bid out every year and not just, uh, you know, and not just uh, uh, every three years or whatever? I, I don't get it. You know, I have to say that that is one of the things that Ottoman Hanauer and I have been harping on for probably the last three years. Uh, if you remember, several years ago we had this issue, and we actually had to have a special council meeting because we didn't have the uh, appropriate financial information in order to uh, vote on an ordinance. And, and we talked about it then. And every year we have this exact same conversation, and every year we say, if this were a bid, we would not be having this conversation. And I think that people get very complacent, and they just say, Oh, we can wait because you know the 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 uh, the money's going to be there. We don't have to worry about it. But it, it is pretty, I think, disrespectful uh, that we have to go through this process every single year. And Alderwoman, it seems like this isn't just you know the Langfelder administration. I think this has been an issue even back during the Houston administration. And then as, right. as you and I'm sure I'm you know I've been reporting on this for. You know, gosh, the 10 years or so I've been watching the city council because it is one of those things that like every year comes up. And it's not just when you guys talk about it at the city council. I'm sure you get phone calls from constituents. I get phone calls from news tips uh, that say, hey, there's this company over here that says they could do this and give you guys a quote. And and, and they're just not being brought in. Why isn't there a bidding process? Isn't, isn't this no, something I... that needs to be at least uh you know, through ordinance saying we need to, for a high dollar item like this, there needs to be a bidding process. Well, you know, I, I think that there needs to be a bidding process, not only for high dollar items like this, but for a lot of other items that we go through almost on a rote basis at city uh, at the city council, where we really should be bidding things out to make sure that we're getting the best possible uh, bucks uh, for our, do- you know, dollar for, buck for our dollar. It's, um, it comes up a lot. And like I said, Alderman Hanauer and I talk about it quite often. And I don't know if it's, you know, again, people get very familiar with vendors and people like to stay local. And I do too. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong. But, you know, on a lot of things, you have to really start looking at, what is the best process for the city? Sure, and there are several local vendors, too. I mean, I'd like to see a bidding war among local insurance agents to get the city's business. Or even just regional. Yeah, Because sure. I've heard there's an insurance mm-hmm. company, like in the Decatur area, for instance, that could do uh, this yeah. type of thing. So, right, exactly. And as a matter of fact, that, that came up, uh, as a matter of fact, the Decatur company came up last year during yeah. this whole conversation. Right. right, again, again, a perennial issue. So I was... I was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was nice to hear it brought up again. Um, do you think that you guys are going to get a, a number uh, on how much this is going to cost? Or do you think it's going to be, uh, or, or uh, do you think there might be a motion to, to put this back in committee uh, to push and force the uh, the issue of not having a bid? 
Well, what I thought was interesting is that um, I believe it was Doug Brown that said, I expect to have a, a number Monday or Tuesday. Well, yeah, city council is, is on Tuesday. So, uh, but I, you know, I think that Alderman Hanauer will stick to his guns. And if we don't have a number, then it will go back to committee. And I would definitely second that motion. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't just pass a blank check. No, you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. no not Especially at all. with all the, the, the reduced uh, you know, uh, revenue from, from COVID-19 restrictions and mm-hmm. so on. Exactly. War three. It's almost like we get put on a, you know, we, it, it's like they want to put us over a barrel, too, because then it becomes, yeah, but we have uh, to have it, you know, but we have to have it. But you knew we had to have it earlier than just, you know, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Or Friday when it was put on first reading and the document goes <laughs> yeah. out. You think that uh, you put a, put a dart like on the calendar last year and said, you know what, three months out, we should probably have a conversation with the city council about yeah, this. Yeah, well, again, yeah. you know, th- this has been going on for three years. You know, we need to right. fix this now. You know, it's like... Alderwoman, do you know how much it was last year? I mean, this is a big this um, is a big contract, right? It's a it's a huge do- uh, high dollar item, but I really can't... Yeah, I don't want to say because I can't remember. I can't, re- I can't yeah. remember either. I know it's six figures, if not more. So. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Well, definitely worth saving. I mean, when you're talking about the, the city's revenue, and we still haven't seen the fallout from that, but, you know, obviously we've had a number of very popular restaurants close, you know, in the last couple of weeks, and uh, we've seen mm-hmm. video gaming not to get, you know, finally right. just revving up yesterday after all of the time down. You know, a lot of, a lot of the city's revenue sources are drying up a bit. And we really need to watch every penny, don't we? I know. The news that the feed store was closing yesterday really hit me hard. I've been yeah. going there ever since they first opened. Sure. And then uh, Noggy's front, front Burner downtown, you know, between those two restaurants, they were, they were very mm. successful. I mean, they were not, you know, they were not some fly-by-night operation. Those both were down no, there for decades. There for yeah, exactly. You know, the feed and store. And I took... Um, I had my grandkids, and we went down to Dale's, and they were closed. And yeah. oh my God, I almost had to sit on the curb and think about that for a minute before I could drive I, home. I know, yeah. I know that. I know we're going to talk about the the diversity comments and the importance of highlighting it's not just about race. Um, but when it comes to this, you know, now we're on talking about you know empty storefronts downtown Springfield. This has been yeah. a problem even before COVID. What, right. what what's the city going to do, or what can the city do? Uh, and not just the city, but the community in Sangamon County in general. Um, I know. I, you know, I think that it, it was almost a domino effect. We started to see a change in downtown when uh, a lot of the state offices downtown closed and there wasn't a lot of foot traffic during the day. Because in recent history, downtown has never really been a mecca for evenings and weekends. It, you know, it's always kind of been uh, day day traffic because of the uh state offices and other, uh, you know, people downtown for employment. And so we really started to see that change. I know that uh, Downtown Inc. has been doing a really good job of trying to work on that, and the city has been a partner with them on that. So it really does need to be a priority. For those of us like myself that uh, are, you know, long have lived in Springfield all our lives, we remember how you know, thriving downtown was, you know, we used to stay open on Friday nights till 830 and there was always, you know, just a lot going on down there. So I don't think we're ever going to get back to those times, but we definitely need to do some revitalization.
Alderwoman, you made a great comment, I thought, you know, in your exchange with uh, Alderman McMiniman uh, Tuesday night during the Committee of the Whole meeting about uh, uh, diversity. And Alderman McMiniman had brought up the fact that, well, we have this uh, 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 housing council and, and it's made up of uh, five African-Americans, five whites. Uh, how more diverse do we need to be? And you jumped down right away. You know, the diversity is not just race. And, and I, I thought, wow, you know, it, it made me think twice about the subject. But uh, I want to unpack that a little little bit. What would a good housing council look like to you? You know, I, I think that the nominees that the mayor has for the housing council, all of them are very qualified and they bring a, a wealth of experience and knowledge to that board. The, the problem that I really wanted people to start thinking about was looking at how we can bring the differing voices to the conversation. We need diversity, like I said, not so much with regard to race, because that is important, but age, geography, education, political affiliation, and economic status. If we keep having the same people on these boards and commissions, you know, we're, we're, we're going to continue to spin, spin our wheels. We need to have new, fresh ideas. And I know that it's, it's normal for people to gravitate towards those that they know and those that they're familiar with. But, you know, we got we to gotta start opening up our, our minds to, to new, newness. And, the, and one of the problems that I have with one of the nominees had nothing to, I don't even know her, but she lives in Divernon. And when you look at boards and commissions make policy for Springfield residents, and so I think it's only appropriate that those boards and commissions are made up of people who live in the city of Springfield. I mean, we mandate that our employees live in the city of Springfield, and they just work for us. So why not those that are making public policy for us also live in the city in the city of Springfield? Yeah. And, you know, I, I was listening to um, – Council Roundup yesterday, and, yeah! and I just woo! want you to know. Woo! Woo! Yeah! yeah, love it. Yes. Uh, Hold on a second. Hang yeah, on. Hang on. Hang on here. Woo! Okay. There we go. So, um, I just want you to know that it appeared that I was being extremely disrespectful to Chairman Redpath and the Council Decorum, mm. but I promise you, I could not hear what he was speaking. <laughs> and I had, okay. I had no, no, idea. no, 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 no. I had no, no idea, and so no. I then I. So I called I called other people that were on Zoom and I said, Could you guys hear Chuck? And they're like, No, I'm like That's Oh funny. my God, I sounded like I was really on a rant and so I did I did reach out to Alderman Redpath and I apologize for the comment. <laughs> Well, you know, I, that, and I and I, I raised this. I, I talked about you know it might be the complexities of doing uh, virtual meetings and having. Oh, I people... didn't. I was guilty as charged. I was going like you were having none of that. I kept saying that. Yeah. So Chuck is like, hold it, hold it, hold it, and I yeah. just kept talking. So I Alderman did, I, Redpath I could have been a little bit. Him. He could have been a little bit more forceful with the uh, with the gavel. Uh, he could have possibly like you know. Waved the gavel real widely, and uh, uh, I don't think the only thing Chuck could have done was like throw it at me through the TV right. or something. <laughs> I don't know. You were you were definitely uh, fired up. It doesn't uh, work, Alder Woman Red Pat or Alder Woman Turner. Me, it doesn't work. I, I tried it with the Packers. It never works. So and just, and things and the TV. Just know. briefly on the uh, diversity issue, uh, somebody did raise this to me via text during the conversation about um, the uh, the percentage of either you know uh, current. 
public employees or retired public employees that are on the council? Is that something else we should also make sure that we diversify a bit, uh, being that, you know, no. private business is really, you know, not necessarily represented as much as it maybe should be uh, on the council? But I think you have to understand that with board and commission members, those are, are individuals that are sought out and appointed by the mayor. Right. Aldermen are elected right. by their constituencies. So, you know, I that, I think it's, it's two totally different things. It's, it's basically apples and oranges. Yeah. And, and the one the final question I wanted to have for you, you know, in, in talking about improving the situation, especially when it comes to housing, you know, on the, on the north and east ends of Springfield, we had, you know, obviously Madison Park Place is a great uh, template of what can be done, but that was an easy fix. I mean, you had the hay homes there. They were kind of an eyesore. They were torn down and you had plenty of room to build houses that were more uh, reflective of the next generation in the in the 21st century. But uh, uh, in, in the situation where you have uh, you know lots that are small to begin with and then and then the houses are burned out not necessarily in in a row per se or whatever you know but it, it makes it a little bit difficult doesn't it when you have a small lot size to make a house that that somebody you know that that, that uh, would be appealing to go to you know or to, or to be you know so. there are a couple of there are a couple of templates that um, we currently have I know that uh, Reverend Silas Johnson has done a fantastic job with his Nehemiah project, mm-hmm. and he has um, housing housing stock throughout the east side of Springfield that he has built new housing as well as done some fantastic renovations. I actually have probably five or six of of his um, uh, houses that are directly in my neighborhood, and they really have improved the uh, the neighborhood and and the other housing housing that's around them. So that's that's the model. And then TSPO did a fantastic job several years ago. So that's another model that we can look at. And you know, a lot of the lots in the older parts of town are small, but uh, we've done a good job of combining you know neighboring lots. Or the other thing that has happened is that we have put in play where people who have a vacant lot next door to them can, um, you know, uh, uh, get those lots and then use them for varying purposes to improve their property. So there are some models out there. I think that it's just going to be a matter of putting together uh, the financing uh, because the, the lots are there. The city owns an extraordinary number of lots on the east side of Springfield. So the lots are there, and um, I know that the need is there, and the 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 wherewithal from city administration is there in order to do something to address the issue. So I think it's just going to be putting together uh, a good plan and identifying the financing. All right, Alderwoman Turner, you are never out of order on this show. Come on anytime, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I heard you talking about logo masks, so... We have some brand new Lamphere masks, so hit me up. I got All right, one. Oh, yeah, there we go. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll take one. I, I heard you uh, yell at Red Path saying, hey, I got a mask for you. Is that what that, that was? Right. Yeah, that's, yeah okay. that was it. Yeah, right, okay. exactly. Yeah, no, I, 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 I realize I'm in Ward 5, but I'm very close to Lanfair. I'm only like 11 go. blocks away, so I'll take very a cool. Lion's mask there in my neighborhood, so there we go. Hey, Northside Pride. <laughs> no, darn right. Alderman Turner, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Thanks for the opportunity. You bet. Talk to you later.